0: What's going on? I sound like I'm in a trash can. (laughs) Good lord. It's the Tamale Mafia podcast, the place where everything and nothing collide. I'm your host, Aaron DeLeon, and uh, man. Slash chemtrail season is sucking the life out of me. I mean, I can't sleep at night. I can't sleep it during the day. I can't uh, be outside. I can't be inside. <laughs> I can't go anywhere. Oh, my eyes are on fire. Watering, itching, burning, bright red. My nostrils are all crowded. (laughs) My nostril region, my nose, my nasal cavity, my sinuses. It's like the Texas border right now. It's just stuff (laughs) pouring. (laughs) That's a bad analogy. Okay. I'm not calling. I'm not comparing Mexicans to snot. Sorry, Mexicans. Oh, man. Anyway, that's cool music. Thank you, Ben Sound, for the cool jam. So, uh, so what's been going on? What's been going on? Let's see here. The, um, Like I said, the allergy season is is insane. And I keep for the last couple of episodes, I think uh, Monday and today uh, I have twice now referred to this allergy season as chemtrail season. (laughs) Like what's going on with these chemtrails. And uh, there's a little there's a little story there that I'm going to tell you guys. Um, But before I get into that, I just I mean, oh, my gosh, dude. I'm thankful because I was talking to uh, my buddy this morning and uh, realized, you know, I used to have like year round allergies. Um, And I think that was mostly related to the area that I lived in because there was um, cedar trees everywhere. a thick forest of cedar trees in the entire region. Very well known for its cedar trees. So um, I think there was something in those trees that just kept me feeling like shit all the time. But uh now that I've moved away from there, um it seems like I only have an allergy season once a year and it's in the springtime when all this pollen is coating everything in a fine neon yellow dust. But um I'm thankful that it's only once a year now that I have to deal with this stuff. Um but I apologize to you guys because I I think my voice just sounds, sounds terrible, but thankfully you only have to hear me. You don't have to actually see me because if you saw me, (laughs) you, you, you would probably, uh, be twice as annoyed. (laughs) Um, so, uh, but I was thinking about that today and I know I've talked about it before about doing video feed and stuff. Um, I'm still I'm still wanting to do that. I'm still working on that. The YouTube channel is there. It just has the audio of the episodes. I don't know if anybody's checked that out. But, um, you know, I want to do a video feed. Um, but I just haven't. i got to move some things around. I want it to be slightly visually appealing. And I have an idea in my head of how to make it do that. I just haven't done it yet. It requires me to just kind of like move some stuff here in the old loft studio space. Uh, just, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys ever listen to the Hodge twins? <laughs> These dudes are on YouTube and, uh, and Facebook. I think I've talked about them before maybe, um, but I can't, every time, every time I say that, yeah, I just think of them. I think of that, yeah. Uh, but check out the Hodge twins, man. Those guys are hilarious. Um, okay, what am I drinking today? A little revolver, blood and honey. It's like a blood orange peel, honey, and spices. There we go. There we go. Ah, tasty. All right. So here's the here's what here's the thing. I was. Talking about the uh, allergy season, chemtrails, and like there's this dude uh, tonight at the store. I I went to the store and he was um, bagging my old groceries there, and uh, he 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 said, "How are you, sir?" And he's like a young kid, you know, and uh, and so I just I I looked at him. I said, "I'm good," and he kind of like stared at me for a second. Then I could tell there was like a weird look on his face, like he he wanted to say something. So I just looked at him, and then he goes, uh, "Looks like your allergy season's hitting you pretty hard." <laughs> I was like, you, you "Fuck!" Thank you for uh, telling me that I look terrible. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, and so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, man, it's pretty awful. It's been pretty brutal so far, uh, especially today." And then he, you know, we went on about our business, uh, and then. Later, like they do this thing where they want to take the the groceries out to the car for you. And I was like, no, nah, I got it, man. So I'm grabbing the, my little bags. So I didn't have that much stuff, you know. Uh, so I'm grabbing my bags. I'm like, I got this. And so I started walking. But, but, but when I'm grabbing my bags, he kind of, he like walks up to me and he leans in like he's going to tell me a secret. And I'm kind of weirded out because like I don't really, uh, I don't really like strangers I don't even really like people that I know getting up in my space you know I don't like being touched and that kind of stuff and this guy was definitely I didn't know who he was And he just kind of comes in like leans in real close you know and uh he's like I, I couldn't tell what he said at first um I I think no I don't know I don't know what he said at first. I just kinda like of, I he said something. It sounded to me like he was uh asking me for sex or something. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? And then I and then he said something about Alka Seltzer, but he couldn't say Alka Seltzer. He was saying uh he was saying Alka sexer. And, and then I was like, Oh, Okay, he's trying to give me some uh, some recommendations here. He's like, you you know, you take the uh, alco sexer alco uh, alco What's it? I don't know how to say it. And I was like, uh huh. He's like, those that stuff works really good. Or a Claritin. You know, he's like giving me the rundown of of his uh, medical t- diagnosis, his treatments for allergy, uh, chemtrail, pollen, and. And I'm looking at him, and now this guy, I I start noticing that he's, like, (laughs) he's disgusting, man. His eyes are all crusty. (laughs) He's got, like, crusty rim of snot around his nostril, and then, like, a little trail dripping down (laughs) toward his lip. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, the alka sexer seems to work really good. All right, man, thanks for the suggestion. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here oh man get me away from that guy i just i don't know dude i don't like people getting in my space and then when i start noticing like like if you got like a like a snot rocket or something hanging there i try i'm trying hard not to look at it you know but it's there and it's hard not to look at it's like this guy this other guy uh i've known for for a while um but not not that long. So I'm kind of learning new stuff about him. Uh, he uh, <laughs> the other day he shows up with um, dyed eyebrows. Okay, and uh, I don't know what to say about these eyebrows, but they look like they're. I mean, it literally looks like like some caterpillars have crawled onto his face and are just hanging out above his eyeballs. Like, like the, uh, these big, dark, thick painted on (laughs) eyebrows, man. Like a Groucho Marx style eyebrows that almost meet in the middle, but don't. And I was like, I'm just, I'm, I don't know where to look, you know, I'm looking at his face and, He's talking to me and I'm trying really hard to not call out the obvious. I don't want to embarrass him because obviously he's trying something here. Uh, and so I, I don't want to do that. He's, he's not going for the joke. He's this is like something he's, he's this is something in his life that he's working on. <laughs> you know, he he wants to be taken seriously and I'm having a really hard time with it. I'm trying not to just call out the obvious but i want to just accept that this you know hey this is who he is so i asked this other buddy of mine i'm like hey man does he's known this guy longer so i'm like does this dude uh do this eyebrow thing often and he's like yeah i guess and no, like sometimes occasionally he will but (laughs) he was like this this time he kind of went a little bit a little bit over overboard (laughs) i guess oh man so anyway Um, the story about why I keep referring to this pollen season with chemtrails is because I was having a bad allergy day recently. And I told a friend of mine, I was like, yeah, boy, these, uh, the pollen is horrible today. And she, it was a text message. And then she wrote me back and said, not pollen chemtrails. (laughs) And then sent me a picture of the sky with uh vapor trails. And I I was like, oh, oh man. <laughs> really? Like the chemtrail thing? Like, I I thought I was like, I'm not sure if it was a joke or not. And look, man, if you believe weird stuff, I believe weird stuff. I'm I'm open-minded, dude. I'll listen to your your pitch, I'll listen to your evidence, I'll I'll take it in. I, I mean, I'm not like a judgy, judgy, McJudger person. I'm not uh, like closed-minded where I think that that certain things are ridiculous, um, just at face value. Like, I'll listen to you and I want to know why you think the way you do. I want to know why you believe what you believe. So I'm not just right off the bat, like, oh, conspiracy, conspiracy, ugh, conspiracy, conspiracy, The government is getting into my brain and controlling me, trying to keep me to stop me from speaking this truth. Um, Let's try again. Conspiracy theories. I don't think that they are just uh, completely implausible and ridiculous on the surface for what they are. You know, it's like I'm not just going to hear a a theory and go, oh, that's bull crap. I want to know. I want to listen. I've done some studying. I've done some research. There is a – I did a a, – podcast last year i did an episode last year talking about my my dive into conspiracy theories so i'm not opposed to the information I, I, it's just the uh there's certain things that i find really hard to to buy and when asking for evidence what you get back is really equally as hard to buy as evidence of proof and nine times out of 10, when you ask somebody, hey, uh, show me where this is proven or show me some evidence of this, they, they mostly will get angry and say things like, oh, if you don't want to believe the truth, then just fine. You know, you stay in your delusional state of mind or whatever. Uh, and that's not evidence or proof. You know, I don't appreciate that because I'm an intelligent individual I re- respond, I wa- I'll respond with intelligence, you know, um, and so I want to, I want to hear an intellectual debate, I want to, and, and this is the, okay, I'm going to take a break here, I'm going to come back, and then I'm going to, I'm going to go into this a little deeper, because um, there's, there's just, there's a there's a, let's think a little bit of there's a little baby onion here that I that I want to unpeel and and get the, through the layers of before we move on too much further and uh, my timer here is telling me that I need to take a little break so I'm gonna do that now break now and then when we come back in a minute we're gonna talk about the uh, this chemtrail thing I. Right. talk about this uh this this little deep dive I took into the uh into the conspiracy theory world because I'm not again I'm not opposed to the information I just want to see it I want to know what you got I want to talk about it and I want to have a civil debate um if I happen to have a difference of opinion or if I look at your evidence and I come out with a different conclusion then I want to be able to talk about it. But this person, um, and a lot of times with with uh, people that are bought in to these theories, they don't want to have a conversation. They There's a like this almost a smugness about it. Like, well, there's the truth and then there's delusion. And if you refuse to accept the truth, then you're a delusional person. Or if you refuse to accept this as truth, then you're a puppet of the government or you're um, being controlled by the government and, you know, that kind of stuff is immediately going to shut me down, uh, in a, in a conversation because now it's like, uh, I'm, you're not selling me on your ideas by telling me that I'm an idiot for not believing you. It's like, I want to believe you, but I want to know why to believe you. Um, and, uh, the way I, I see it um, is that it's a lot like, to me, conspiracy theory is a lot like religion. Um, there's a lot of questions that are unanswerable, that are really unanswerable. And, it's, and at a certain point, you just have to, the religious person would say, this is where you just have to have faith that you, that we're not meant to understand everything. We're not We don't have all the answers, so we have faith. And our faith bridges those gaps of things that we don't understand or can't explain. Um, And that's a lot the same with the uh, conspiracy theory, um, which can, I guess in a way it's its own religion at times, you know, people are really dogmatic about it, but you know, it, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, well, I don't have all the answers. I don't, I can't tell you exactly why I believe this, but I believe this. And, to me it's a choice it's a matter of choice you can choose to believe the evidence that you've seen you can choose to believe um that your religion is true but at some point you have to make a choice and the convenient thing about choosing truth in that way is that you always have the right answer your your truth is always the truest truth you know um and i don't really like the the term speaking my truth um, because I do, I I think there are things that are absolutely true and there, there are things that are fluid. um, And I don't think we can just blanket things that are disagreeable or or that are unexplainable with my truth. You know, it's just, this is what's true to me. I don't think it just can be explained away that easily, but um, there has to be, at some point there has to be either a recognition like okay yeah this is just something i choose to believe or there has to be some kind of recognition that um not everybody's gonna have the same conclusion as you and that doesn't mean they're idiots i guess uh and so that's kind of where like i don't mind if you believe weird stuff i believe weird stuff i think everything any kind of belief system has weird elements to it that somebody else might look at and go, how can you believe that? Um But if you become an asshole about it, where you are demeaning people or calling people names because they don't see that what you see it's that's where I get frustrated. That's where I'm like, Hey, you need to back up just because I don't see the same conclusion. I didn't come to the same conclusion that you did, or I don't see the same thing that you're seeing does not mean that I'm an idiot or that I'm a puppet of some government system or that I'm under mind control or that I'm delusional. I would love to understand what you're saying, but it doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, And at some point you chose to believe this. There's, there's not an absolute, this is, the truth and everything else is delusion. At some point you chose to believe this just like with your, with religion. At some point you choose to believe and, and then it becomes a a matter of, well, I think I was saying it earlier, but the convenient thing about choosing belief is that you're always right. You're always the rightest person in the room. Because if somebody else, if you thought somebody else was right, then you would believe what they believe because you want to be the rightest person in the room. You want to be the have the truest truth. You would never like say. uh, In religion, you would never say like, well, what I believe in the way that I believe is not the best way to believe it's it's uh, probably not going to get me the end result that I want that guy over there. His system sounds better and has more truth and will probably get me the results that I want. But I will not follow that path because I've chosen this other path that is less plausible and less likely to get me where I want to go. <laughs> you would never say that because if you believe that somebody else had more truth and had um a better plan then you would go follow that plan and that would become your plan and then you would believe hey i i am always the the rightest truest person in the room you know um and that's that's not like a matter of like being the believing that you're the smartest person in the room or that you're the the only one with truth it's just that when you believe something you believe it because you believe it to be true and if you you would never like blatantly say I believe a lie that person over there believes the truth what I believe is a lie but it's what I believe I mean that I've never heard anybody say that so the the the, like a correlation to me between religion and conspiracy theory is that there's a lot of holes there's a lot of unanswerable questions and there's a lot of things that you just have to accept as truth without proof or evidence or maybe your proof or evidence is an experience that you had that's personal to you but really hard to get anybody else to buy into you know um so like when you're talking about chemtrails you know it it just annoys me because i'm like okay first of all i if you say hey uh, i don't feel good today and I, and I walk outside, and you, you're like, I'm sneezing, and my head hurts, and my eyes are watering. And then you walk outside, and there's literal pollen coating everything, flying through the air like dirt. And you can see it. And you can see it coming off of the trees. <laughs> Not coming out of the back of an airplane, but you see it in and on the trees, and you know where it's coming from. And then you look up in the sky, and you, and you see a vapor trail in the sky way above your head and you think that's why I don't feel good. Not the pollen. The chemtrail above my head in the sky is why I don't feel good. That. Okay. Let's say that's true that there's an airplane flying above your head. That's dumping chemicals on you. It's like 35,000 feet in the air. If it's dumping chemicals out of the back of it, or the bottom of it, wherever you think that chemicals come from, how are they going to fall straight down to you when you can still see them up in the air being dumped out of the back of the airplane? And and then, but there's no wind. Gravity just pulls them to the earth. There's no wind. There's no jet stream that's going to carry these particles of chemical, like if they're at 35,000 feet above my head here in Texas, how long is it going to take them to hit the ground? If they don't evaporate, um, by the time they they land on the ground, they're probably going to be in Mississippi, (laughs) Alabama, (laughs) Georgia, you know, so the guy that's spraying something that's landing on you is where? California, but you're looking straight up in the sky and you're saying, that's the reason I don't feel good is because that guy's spraying above my house. But 35,000 feet. How long does it take? is it going to take to get to, to the ground? I mean, look at rain up in the clouds starts as ice. And then it starts to fall. And it's like a, like a chunk of ice, and then it starts to fall. And as it falls, it warms up, and it, gets, it starts to evaporate. And then eventually, it hits the ground as a little tiny raindrop. So what are they dumping out of the back of airplanes that by the time it hits the ground from 35,000 feet, it's affecting you? I don't see the evidence or proof. I don't, I don't buy, I'm, I'm not buying it. I, I don't get it. Plus, you can go into to, and it's scientifically explain why aircraft will cut a trail through the air. It's, it's easily explained. It has to do with humidity in the air. It has to do with air temperature. It has to do with aircraft speed. But no, they're dumping chemicals out of the back of the airplane 35,000 feet and it's hitting you. Now, what are they doing with these chemicals? Some, some of it is to poison people. Sometimes some people believe that the chemicals are to control the weather. So you have a pretty bright, clear day and then they see a chem trail in the air. And then next thing you know, the, the, uh, earth is covered in, uh, cloud. The sky is covered in clouds. It gets all cloudy, you know? Um, and, and then, so that's the, uh, that's the, the result of the cause of, or I mean, it was the result of the chemicals from the aircraft being dumped in the air was now they've created clouds, but why some people believe that the chemicals that are coming out of the back of the airplanes, when they hit you, they go into your body and the, the government is going to use that for mind control. But if you're like, okay, mind control, that's a little far fetched. Weather, maybe poisoning, yes. I mean, it's all far fetched because how does it work? It doesn't. It's, it's, it's not. I, I haven't seen. I've I've been shown videos. I've been sent documentations, papers of people saying, "This is what we're doing." But it's always like some guy you've never heard of, from some place you've never heard of, talking about. Oh, my battery's dying. Hang on. Alright, I gotta get my batteries changed on my recording device. I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. So I will always and forever refer to pollen and allergy season as chemtrails. <laughs> but that can of worms, man, once you open it up, it's like it it just keeps going deeper, you know? uh the same they're the same people that believe that there there's a reptilian a secret reptilian civilization hiding amongst us. They look like humans, but they're reptiles on the inside and you can tell sometimes they show themselves by the way they blink that they the the eyelids of a human blink like a human, but then there's an inner eyelid that that covers that goes uh right to left or left to right. You know that sometimes they accidentally miss time their blinks and and they you get the inner eyelid shot. I've seen videos on YouTube of people who look oh look it's the it's the eyelids. Uh, it, it all looks Photoshop to me, man. It all looks fake. So I don't know. Um, five G network mind control. Uh, that you know people th- believe that the moon that we, there's a secret alien base on the moon and the reason why we haven't gone back to the moon is because they told us not to come back in the exchange for not coming back they gave us alien technology and that's why we have like an advancement of cell phones and television stuff but dude I don't know dude ah man it's just you know I had a deep dive conversation today with my with my buddy about flat earth because he had never heard of chemtrails um, and he had only ba- barely hardly heard about flat Earth theory. So we started talking about that and he was asking me questions and I'm like, well, this isn't my theory, but I've studied it. So here's how they explain the answer to your question. And I, I don't know, dude, ultimately I, I, you know, if you believe things that, that are out there like that, that are weird, that's fine don't be a dick about it but you know believe what you want to believe and let's have a conversation And it's like i told this girl you know let's get, let's let's review the evidence let's read read up on it and we'll let's have a debate and she was like no there's no debate there's nothing to debate it's truth or not truth i'm i have this truth you are living in delusion there's no debate there's no there's nothing to talk about And i was just like where do you go from there you know where do you go from there with somebody who who won't even have a conversation with you and try to and and try to like not convince me because uh, you know I don't know that you should really put your effort into trying to try and convince people that you're right, but if somebody's asking for 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 you to show them and then they're like, nah, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's weird. It's weird stuff. I believe weird stuff. You know. I don't necessarily think we went to the moon i think that was all just uh so that we could win the space race with russia and we could say that we did it and beat them to it um and that's fine you know that's fine if that's how we if that's how it worked out i mean i'm not i'm not i don't know i don't i don't i just i'm saying I believe weird things that are probably weird. You know, Christian beliefs are super weird. Jesus was born from a virgin. Jesus lived a perfect life. Um, did all kinds of miracles. <laughs> uh, Then like died and was buried and resurrected. Like, and people like Christians will just say these things virgin birth. They put him in songs. You know, they put this information in songs. Jesus bled out and then he rose from the grave. These lyrics, these are like song lyrics. And it's just part of like regular Christian vocabulary vernacular. Uh, but it's weird. You believe that this dude parted the Red Sea and people walked across on dry land. You, you believe that um, a guy got swallowed by a giant fish. You believe some dudes were thrown into a fiery furnace and they didn't burn them. I mean, that's not weird. Of course it's weird. If it, would, it, it, They wouldn't be used. Those stories wouldn't be used across time if they weren't weird. The reason they stand out and they have some kind of legend behind them is because they're weird. Do they have practical applications? Of course. But does that mean that they happened? I don't know. But if you believe they do, then you believe something that's weird. doesn't mean it didn't happen. It's just weird. And if you believe something weird, that's fine. But if you want to come to me and say, hey, let's talk about this. This is why I believe this. Then absolutely, let's have that conversation. But, uh, you know, just don't be a dick about it. That's all there is to it. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, I don't know, man. I'm not opposed to to conspiracy theories. I think there's some plausible stuff out there. I think that there are some things that are like, hmm, maybe the government is involved in some things that are that are sketchy. You know, that's probably true. Maybe there are um, people that uh, control the world that are behind the scenes pulling the strings. That may be true, Uh, you know. I don't know dude I'm not saying that there's that that if I hear the word conspiracy theory that I'm, Im- immediately going to shut you down but um, there are certain things that I think if you believe this if this is what you believe then I have to question your IQ <laughs> Sorry, was that me being a dick? (laughs) Hey man, if you like this podcast, you can find it all over the place. Spotify, iTunes, anywhere. We're all over the place. Uh, You can head over to Facebook anytime you join the conversation. If you want to challenge me on on what I'm saying about these, these, uh, these theories here, then let's have a conversation. I'm, I'm down. You can do that. Facebook.com forward slash Tamale Mafia. Send me a message. If you want to come on the podcast and have this conversation and you want to prove me wrong, absolutely, let's do it. I am totally open to that. But furthermore, if you hate this podcast, if you've been listening or maybe this is your first time and you're listening, you got through this and you're just like, what the fuck is this shit? This guy sucks. Hey, man, that's that's OK. Would you tell me why? I mean, if you if you hate this podcast, if you like if this is the moment where you're like, I give this guy, I'll give this guy one more chance. And this is the chance. And you're listening to this and you're going, no, this still blows. Would you tell me why? Maybe I can fix it. I mean, I'm not a professional podcaster. I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. I got a microphone. I got a mixing board. I got some music. And I just start going. If it sucks, uh, I want to know. So I can fix it. All right? If you tell me it sucks because I suck, (laughs) I don't know that I can fix me. But uh, I'm working on that too, okay? In fact... I'm going to talk about that in the next segment. I mean, sorry, Ben Sound. That was amazing. All right, so... One of the things I want to talk about is I've been thinking about this lately, and you know the uh, this podcast I, I want it to be entertaining all the time. You know, I, I, I push for that. I, I want it to be entertaining. I want it to be good. I want it to be listening to be listen toable. Uh, I want it to be engaging, but I also there's also a purpose behind it, and the purpose is to dig deeper into my personal experience and share that with you because there's ultimately there's a story that I want to tell of my life that I've told parts of it. I've told uh, many times, you know, we've talked about it, but I want you guys to get to know me better because I want to give value to the things that I've been through. Um, and by, by telling the story, I want to bring that value to you. And I want you to be able to, um, experience, uh, some kind of hope or peace or experience something, you know, where you're like, okay, I'm not alone. I got it. I can do this. And ultimately, with all the other jokes aside and all the other stuff aside, it's hard for me to kind of weave in and out of the seriousness because I don't want it to become heavy and I don't want it to become boring and I don't want it to become a thing where it's like, um, all this guy talks about is the, is the heavy stuff and the, it's, you know, I want it to be investable, but I want to kind of weave it in as well. I don't want it to be just all about me and my heavy stories Um, but there's some of that there that I want to dig into, so I don't want to ignore it either. So I kind of have trouble like finding the balance and, and measuring it all out. Um, so hopefully you guys are are with me on this journey and you're with me on, on the, uh, kind of the, 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 change of path and, and course like the course changes and the shifting of like downshifting and then back to upshifting and you know I want to move I, I, I don't know how to say what I'm thinking but hopefully you guys are with me on this and you keep hanging in there and you keep staying with me so I can get uh, so I can tell this story you know so i can give purpose to things that i've been through um and i hope that you i hope that you appreciate this part of the story i hope that you like this part of this of the podcast i hope that that you don't turn it off when we get here um but you know because this is where i feel like the purpose is this is where i feel like the meat is you know um and maybe it's confusing sometimes. Maybe I mean, you know, there's so much to unpack. There's so much that I've learned and studied and, and there's so much that I've been through and, and done over the past ten years of my life that I hope that over time I can still keep unpacking that stuff and then we can get through it together, and then you can stay with me till we get there, you know. Um ultimately What I want to do, uh, you know, I don't really want to be a security officer for the rest of my life dealing with traffic, you know. Um, There's things that I really want to do, and what I really want to do is be able to hope maybe use this platform. I don't know if it's this or not, Um, but I'd love to be able to to tell my story in a way that brings hope to people. Like ultimately, ultimately if I can leave people with the feeling or the idea that they matter and that they have, they can have hope for their future, then those two things are like tops to me. I, I, I will, I thrive in that environment. I love I come alive when I have the opportunity to do that if you've ever been around me or seen me in those environments I I absolutely come alive like a new person because I want to give people hope for their future and I want to let people know that they matter those are two like the two biggest things to me and if I can do that with this podcast and if I can do that with my life then that would be the ultimate dream and I recently had an opportunity to taste like a little piece of that. Um, I went to this, there's like this really uh, intensive self-help group um, that will build you up. But in the process of building you up, they break down the barriers and they help you find the blind spots and they give you the tools that you need to break through the things that are holding you back that you don't aren't even aware of that are holding you back you know it's like a really intensive program and I had the opportunity to go just kind of check it out and so I went and experienced part of this event you know it's kind of like it's a it, it's a long term thing but I went just a little part of it just to to check it out um, and experience it and They asked people that were guests there, hey, if you're a guest here um, and you've got a story to tell, then we want to hear your story and we want to know uh, what you think you can get out of this and we will tell you then, you know, like, give us your goals and we'll tell you if you can meet those goals here. And nobody was standing up. Everybody was kind of like just sitting there. So I was like, well, I'll raise my hand, you know. I've got a story to tell. So I tell my story. I I stand up and I say, look, um, I've been working on myself for 10 years. Uh, and I've recently started feeling like I'm out of tools. I see my, my weaknesses, but I don't know how to fix them. I don't know how to address them. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm running out of the things that I know to do or the things that might, that like my capacity, I need help. Uh, and part of my story is that I was raised in a really religious environment. I was sexually abused as a kid. I've always felt like I haven't like I'm not in control of my own decisions. I got into a marriage young that I should have never been in. It was chaotic and abusive. I got my ass kicked. And when she finally left me, um, I didn't even know who I was, what I was into, what I was about, what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't know if I, I didn't even know if I had a life. Um I self-destructed and uh, ultimately I, I didn't care if i lived or died and then kind of had an awakening and kind of i slowly started putting one foot in front of the other and then realizing that i need to make some changes um and then i started working really really hard really really fucking hard on fixing me and i'm still working hard on fixing me um I've lost friends, I've lost family members along the way. I've I've gained friends and family, you know. Um It's been it's been quite a road, but so I tell this story and of course, you know, I'm an emotional person, so I'm, I I I cried in some part of it and um they were like what do you what do you think you want from from this like if we could help you get where you want to go, where is that? I was like, well, I just want, I want self-confidence back. I want freedom from my past. I want to, to live free, you know, to, to do the things that I want to do. But I also want to use my story. Like I want to be able to, to tell this story to impact lives because I want people to know that it doesn't end when you think it's over. And, I have struggled to find my purpose. I've struggled to find value in what I've been through. I've had dark times where I felt like I had nothing to live for. But at the same time, I I have worked hard to, to find purpose and value in all of these things, you know? Um... And so I want to I want to be able to impact people with that. I want I want and you know after I was done talking and when they went to their next break there was there was like 200 something people in the room. They took a break and I had a line of people waiting to come talk to me. And it was humbling because I I didn't even expect to have any kind of impact on anybody. I just wanted to say, say, hey, I need help because I don't have the tools to get where I want to go, but this is where I want to go. And it was amazing because there were guys that were coming up to me and there were dudes that were like, hey, bro, I was like seven when I got abused. And I just cried with these guys. I hugged them. I just cried with them. It was I've never experienced that before. I've had people tell me, hey, don't talk about this. I've had people say, Hey, shut up. But I've I've never experienced it before where where speaking of what happened to me when I was a kid empowered somebody else to come up to me and say, Hey, that happened to me too. And it's it's really fucking hard for guys to talk about abuse, especially when it came at the hands of another man, because there's so much stigma about that. There's so much just to be said about that from, from culture and society from other dudes who immediately the first thing you get accused of is being gay Oh, so you're gay? And It's like, no, man. Um, and so this what this other guys were telling me, like, hey, dude, I, I've always felt dirty. I felt dirty my whole life. I've always felt like there was something wrong with me. I've always felt like I didn't want people to get close to me because I would, I would mess them up, or they would find out. And they would think differently of me. I never wanted to say this because I didn't want people to to ridicule. Or I mean, it was so powerful to stand there in that room with these guys. And I was like, this, this is what I want to do, man. This is this is like just a taste of the ultimate dream for me, would be able to tell this story, and 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 leave bunch of guys with the idea that they are allowed and welcome to share what happened to them when they were kids you don't have to be tough you can cry and you can talk about it so it was uh, extremely Extremely impactful, um, and and it wasn't just that, man. There's more. There's more to this because what happened next, while I was standing there, was this this a group of people came together, and and one guy had come up and he was a a, a staff guy there and, and or a volunteer, I guess, and he was like, "Hey, man." when can we get you signed up to go through this program? And I was like, dude, I would love to, but I just don't have the money, man. It's expensive program. It's intensive. You know, I'm not afraid of the intensity. It's just the, the expense. Like I just can't, I can't do it, you know? And while I was talking to him, a group of people came together and they said, Hey, we were, we were listening. You know, we heard your story and we came together and we talked and we all want to pitch in to pay for, for your entrance into this program. And I was just crying more, man. I was like, you guys don't know me. You don't owe me that. You don't, you don't have to do that for me. I could figure it out. You know, I'll, I'll figure it out. And they were like, no, we want you to do this. We want to be a part of this story. And it was amazing to me. It was like, I I wasn't expecting that. I didn't. I didn't even know how to respond other than just hug these people and cry with them. And so I'm letting you guys in on this because I want you to, I want this podcast to now become investable. Because you've been listening and it's been, you know, we've been about entertainment and we will continue to be about entertainment. We will continue to be about trying to make you laugh. For the rest of my life, I will try to be funny. That's all. I, that's one of the one of the like one of the main things about my life is just me trying to be funny. Uh, and I will always do that. But it's time for this thing to take a, a to, to shift into another gear, and it's time for for this podcast to become investable, where you will join me. And partner with me. As we go through. And I will continue to share. What's happening. Because this program. Is coming up next month. I started in May. And. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to be intense. For sure. Um, it's going to be very difficult. For sure. But. But. I, I truly believe that going through it will give me the strength and the courage to be able to wrap my story and make it a shareable thing where I can then be, be, begin to share that story with the positive outcome. Because right now. If I told my story right now. I wouldn't know how to tie it to any kind of purpose. I'm still searching for it. You know. I wouldn't, I don't know how to say. Not only don't give up. But here's why you don't give up. You know. Um, I have family that loves me. I have kids that love me. So. I I look to those reasons a lot, but if you don't have that, I mean, what, how do I tell you why to hang in there? You know? And so, um, I'm learning, I'm learning that. And I think I can get there through this program. I can, I can get there. Um, so, you know, I, I believe we, we live, we go through things, we live through things so that we can tell these stories. And inspire and give hope to people that are still living in the trenches that we've come out of. So, if that's the only reason you hang on, is so that somebody else who's barely holding on gets the uh, the strength to hang on just a little longer. Then keep keep fucking hanging on, man. So I start the program in May. I'm going to talk about my lead in to get there. And then I want you guys to be a part of what happens afterwards. It's time for me to let you in to the now of my life. One of the things that I'm really really uh, wanting to accomplish through this physically is to be able to get over the barrier that I have of weight loss and, and being healthy. A lot of it is is like a self-sabotaging kind of thing. Um, it's depression, it's emotional eating, it's that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm hoping we're setting a goal that this program will help me get through that kind of break through that. Um, and then be, uh, hopefully be as fit as I've ever been my best shape by the time I'm 45. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. We'll set a good goal, maybe 40, but that gives me a year and a couple of months. So I don't know that I can do that. It's possible, I guess. Um, we'll see. We'll see when we, when we get there. But anyway, I just wanted to share the, this part of the podcast, let you guys in on this and let you guys know that there's a shift coming um, in, and uh, I mean, you know, just in my personal life there's a shift coming, so I want you to be aware of it and be a part of it. Um, okay. So speaking of all that Monday, I have something coming up that, uh, that I want you guys to be ready for because, um, I had a discussion with a buddy of mine a while back and we recorded it and the discussion was on masculinity Um, and the quest to be the best men that we can be and what does it mean to be masculine and how do we uh, apply that in our lives? It's a really great conversation, really exciting. Uh, I'm glad we had it. And so I want you guys to be excited about it as well. It's coming up on Monday. Okay. So I hope that you guys, uh, I didn't lose you in this podcast um we shifted gears heavily right in the middle <laughs> sorry if i if I gave you whiplash um but uh yeah, so have a great weekend and um, yeah, so. I've said it all. I've said plenty. So the moral of the story today is if you believe some weird shit, don't be a dick about it. All right. Hey, we'll see you guys Monday. Peace out. is brought to you by me. The Tamale Mafia podcast is on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Podcast Addict Overcast, a bunch of other places, and our host site shows.bipa.io forward slash Tamale Mafia. For more information about the Tamale Mafia podcast, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Tamale Mafia. Our intro music is brought to you by me. Our transition music is brought to you by bensound.com. For more royalty-free music, check out bensound.com. Our outro music is brought to you by Lim. For more mind-blowing intellectual electronic tracks, go to soundcloud.com forward slash get lim. That's L-I-M-N. And as always, thanks for listening.